Hi, my people. This is JT, obviously, and you're listening to Figuring Out Wokeness. On January 6th, which is a few days ago, um, I think an event happened that we didn't think as Americans we would see in our lifetimes. It's only happened once, and you guys know exactly what I'm talking about, which is basically the insurrection at the Capitol. And I would have been remiss not to say something about this. However, I can't really say that I'm surprised at the events, but I'm shocked that it happened. And let me explain a little bit why. First of all, um, everyone kind of knew that there was going to be at least a massive, rambunctious protest in front of the Capitol. And when I say in front, I really do mean in front because I remember looking at the news on the 5th and seeing huge military vehicles parked in front of the Capitol. I also saw news stories about how businesses were boarding up, all par for the course at this point. And so people knew that there was the potential for violence and clashes among groups who didn't know who was going to show up let's be real, permits or not. And so you know this event's going on. Considering what happened, there also had to be a lack of seriousness in that fact because the rioters that, you know, basically took over the Capitol, those rioters were already planning online You knew that they were coming, and yet the staffing was extremely low. When I started watching them breaching into the Capitol doors, you saw literally police officers, Capitol Police, retreating and running up the steps. They were losing ground. And even though I'm watching this live on TV... The response was so insufficient and so lagged that you didn't really see them get a a hold of this. Like I'd say like all this mess started at around three. You didn't really see them regain a sense of control until like six, seven. And then also the coverage of what you were seeing was only a small fraction of what was going on because any, well, not any, but many reporters within the Capitol were actually hiding given that they know these people are coming in potentially armed and they're, you know, breaching security. Maxine Waters has come out and said that she was concerned about security. She called the Capitol police. She talked to, um, I want to say the Sergeant of arms for the house, not sure. Um, But she was trying to coordinate what the response was going to be to these protesters coming to the Capitol. And she said she was reassured and kept kept being told that it was fine. Obviously, it was not. Because D.C. is not a state, it couldn't just call up the National Guard. And there was definitely a delay from the president himself in calling them out to support Capitol Police and D.C. Metro. People are now questioning how different the response was to these groups, given how the protests were this summer for Black Lives Matter. 
no one's shocked though. Everyone disturbingly is kind of like, yeah, that's how America works. I've talked to people since then who have kind of said like, of course, like, of course there's a hypocrisy. And yet that's where the statement ends. There's not a lot of discussion of, okay, this is the problem. And like, yeah, this has to be solved. It's like, of course, like America's racist. Like, of course. The reason why I believe that there was a delay in response is that there was an assumption given the color of their skin versus the color of the Black Lives Matter protesters that there was going to be nothing but peaceful protests. A lot of the conversation has now come around. Well, we were just expecting them to uh, exercise their First Amendment rights. Still not a lot of accountability, except for... The 13 I've heard that have absolutely been federally prosecuted, I'm sorry, federally charged, and uh, there's this vague number of 53, I guess, who have been since arrested. So I guess we'll see what happens. They're working through it. But 53 out of what seems like thousands of protesters on top of the Capitol, hundreds that were breaking windows, (laughs) sitting in seats, um, storming and walking through the Capitol, some armed. There are some more egregious characters who had pipe bombs and Molotov cocktails and assault rifles. I'm sorry, semi-automatic rifles. Um, You know. And yet, there's still this kind of thought that when trying to define what exactly did happen of Well, should we call this a coup? Should we call this insurrection? What was their real intention? Why are we still questioning, though, what their real intention is? Their intention is very clear in my eyes. Their intention was to stop the certification of the election and for some to punish those who had not stopped it in the first place. The fact that there is a tape with them saying, hang Pence, hang Pence. And there was a literal noose affixed to a stand outside takes away for me this kind of like benignness. And yet I've heard progressive media kind of try to like take the fire out of what happened The reality is, is this happened anywhere around the world, you would have called it a coup or an overtaking of the government. And yet there's still this reluctancy to frame it that way. What is being used, and I'm not quite sure how much politically, is the idea that Democrats want to now impeach him or they want it to um, have Mike Pence, which would have never happened, invoke the 25th Amendment. The 25th Amendment's not happening. I, I just don't see it happening. I think those who are left in his cabinet are loyalists. There have been resignations. Um, I think there's at least 10, I want to say between 10 and 13 resignations, including Mitch McConnell's wife, who wanted to put some distance between herself and the president. Last minute, by the way. Um, also a... Um, Resignation by Betsy DeVos, because, you know, she still wants to be able to hold her head up at the country club. So people are defecting, but I don't think you're going to see that kind of turnaround. 
where they're going to say, oh my God, this is, we have to punish you. And that is leading me to say that although I don't see how they could possibly pull it off to impeach him in 13 days, who knows, maybe, but I don't, I, I just wonder I would like to see who's on the record of saying that this is okay or what kind of excuses are going to be made. However, I wouldn't be surprised if you hear some doozies because already there's right-wing media that's trying to say that the insurrection that happened was um, Antifa, (laughs) which makes no sense whatsoever. But they're trying to pull that one over on people. So I, I just, I'm curious to see it. I'm not going to even lie. I am curious to see like, who of the powerful is going to hold him accountable um, and not shudder away from that? There are few on the Republican side that are talking about um, they'd like to see him gone, but they're like the classic characters that always are against him. I'm waiting to see like a Lindsey Graham say, you know what? Yeah, because the reality is if a Lindsey Graham or a um, Mitch McConnell says, hey, you know, listen, Trump, like, the reality is that you're going to pardon yourself, and I don't know if that shit's going to stick. How about we make out a Nixon deal? You walk away, we promise that the powers of be won't come after you criminally for all your other shit pre-presidency and post-presidency. So uh, how about you? I'm sorry, present. Let's not give him post. Let's not give him more. However, like you got to go, like you got to step up, you got to step down. And then considering that you stepped down, that's it for you running in 2024 because you would have stepped down and no one in the world is going to, you know, put you back up. I don't know if it disqualifies you when you step down of running again. Don't know. Haven't heard them talk about this. But I know if they impeach and remove him, that does disqualify him. I just don't know if that's going to happen in the 13 days he has left. I also feel like those who are saying like, no, um, this will fan his cult even more. And there may be violence on the inauguration. I know they're already giving the inauguration over to Secret Service to run this time, like the entire thing, which normally it's a collaboration. But I think... People are worried, I think, for Biden's safety a little bit. So they're being precautious. However, him stepping down, I think, would end any prospects in the future. I do, again, do understand the reluctancy to fan the flames, given that these groups are some of the same ideology that uh, resulted in Timothy McVeigh in the 90s. So... You know, do you really want to do that? Do you really want to, like, poke the bear, so to speak? The other thing, too, that I I, I would say about that and, like, I'm so split on it is that on one hand, yes, I understand that argument. But on the other hand, you don't want to send the message that this is okay for politicians to do. That if they have a strong enough base and they think that base can make enough of a ruckus and enough of a problem that the consequences are so, you know, slim, you get kicked out of a Twitter and that's about it. Like there really should be concrete consequences. So this is not duplicated over and over again. And not just for those who actually stormed the Capitol, but for 
Donald Trump who basically told them to march and be strong. Like, he keeps having the innate ability to skate out of his bullshit. And I do think that there has to be something that shows that, like, no, this was un- this was a step too far. Especially given the fact that people lost their lives, including the Capitol policemen. And there's another one who's on life support. Like, this wasn't just them destructing, being destructive and, and damaging property. This was a little, this resulted in people losing their lives. Um... You know, so again, I think in the perfect world, the Republican Party would be so ashamed of what happened that they would never even allow him to um, gain enough of what he needs to be the nominee within their party. I would assume that that's a possibility, but I, I feel like you just don't know because they let him in once. So we'll see what happens on that front. I I know that they're going to do, they've drawn up impeachment papers. We'll see what happens. But the bigger thing that I see that I'm more disturbed about Donald Trump, who's leaving in 13 days, like he's going to be gone and welcome good riddance, given that he is an extreme distraction at a time when Americans and the American government needs to fucking focus But even with that being said, there's something disturbing about the fact that everyone understands the total hypocrisy in how those rioters were treated versus the protesters for the Black Lives Matter movement this summer. And yet there seems to be just an accepting of it. Everyone I've talked to has kind of, in other words, more or less said, oh yeah, that would not have happened if those rioters were black or brown or Muslim or or any other than white person, that would not have gone down the same way. And yet everyone's saying that. And then you're like, okay, well, what are we going to do about that? And there's just crickets. There is no even backing among I feel like progressives, progressives are kind of even disturbingly to me getting comfortable with that idea that like, yeah, America's just racist. That's just how this shit is. There's not a a, um, backing of, yeah, this is why defund the police is a reality that needs to be explored. And this is why community policing needs to be redefined where actually the community is in charge of the funds and the policies and the practices in a more direct way. Um, But that conversation is not happening either. I think there also, you know, just to be fair, is a lot of shock that this hasn't happened since the Civil War and this man has caused this kind of chaos. A lot of things that Donald Trump did that were focused on, I'll say, not not everything he did, but those things, there were a lot, there's a lot of bullshit that was focused on where people made a lot of nonsense and noise about him doing this or saying this or whatever. But this was actually consequential. And the first time people can say, oh my gosh, he like literally is a threat to democracy because look at what happened with his lies. Like, this is the manifestation of months and months of groundwork he has been laying. Months. Since November. Months. 
And really, I would say prior to that, because he was planting those seeds back in like the summer. Talking when people were asking whether or not he would step down and and he was not, you know, if he would, if he had lost the election, he would step down and concede and basically behave normally. And he wasn't given a definitive answer. He was laying those seeds already for what happened at the Capitol. And yet short memories are like, well... Focusing on the last few words he said before the riots, which are damning enough. We're going to see what America does with this. There should be a complete reckoning for the Republicans. And I, and I hear a little bit of noise about that, who right before the riots and the doors were breached, were still contesting the election results in the chamber which may have also contributed to why you had such a response. But we'll see what happens. I'm curious to hear from you guys of what you think. You know, like I said, the 25th Amendment probably isn't going to happen. I don't know if impeachment's going to happen. Should a deal be struck? I don't hear anybody talking about that. Given the history with Nixon, you would think that would be circulating, but I haven't heard anyone say Yeah, can someone just give him a Nixon deal? Like, at this point, maybe that's probably the best because it would be voluntary. And it would send a message to his supporters that, like, okay, this is really over. Stop. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Until next time, guys, as always, hit me up on Twitter. Be safe. Be good. And let's be kind to each other.